0: Today is ours, let's live it. And love is strong, let's give it. A song can help, let's sing it. And peace is dear, let's bring it. The past is gone, don't rue it.
1: Our work is here, let's do it. The world is wrong, let's right it. The battle is
0: hard, let's fight it. The road is rough, let's clear it. The future fast, don't fear it. Is faith asleep? Let's wake it. Because today is ours. Let's take it. All right, you guys, so I've had to re-record this about three times just to wrap my mind around what I am actually thinking in response to Kevin Hart's message about what he did, what he didn't do, whatever. Basically, someone's saying they have a sex tape of him. He's saying I put myself in a situation that I shouldn't have, and I have apologized to my wife and her kids. Um, I'm not surprised. I'm a little disappointed in him because he is Kevin Hart, and he is all about love and he posts about how happy he is with his wife and you know no one really believes everybody's post anyway but they do genuinely seem very happy i don't think him doing what he did had anything to do with whether or not he was happy with his wife but i wish that the love stories were true love stories and were not just love stories But loyalty stories, because at the end of the day, being married and that romantic stuff is beautiful, but that does not necessarily mean that you are true to the terms of your marriage just because you love someone. Clearly, um, the divorce rate can back that up. And I do think it's interesting that most of the older people who are telling you to get married have been divorced. So that that just brings me on a whole nother topic, and I won't go there today. I'm going to wait until I have some friends over here so we can talk to you about our thoughts as a group. Because some are married, some are not. Some are single, some are divorced and redating. So I would love to get their take on it. I'm just giving you my personal one right now. I think that people expect a lot of him because of how much he displays his love for his wife. And I think people at the same time have some sense of pride about him because he has come up and he has been so successful and not very controversial. But I do feel like it's not a pat on the back just because you publicly apologize. That might be a pat on the back from your wife. I'm not your wife, so it doesn't matter what I think. I'm just saying I don't personally think that you get a pat on the back for apologizing. I think you get a pat on the back when you have successfully stayed true to the terms of your marriage for longer than a year, because he just recently posted their one year anniversary. That's my personal opinion, but I do wish them the best of luck. Again, they're not my friends and family, so my opinion doesn't matter. But I'm just speaking to the young women out there that it's okay to have questions about marriage before getting married. It's okay to want to know what you're getting into. It's okay to understand the terms because marriage is not about the romance and the love. It's a contract. And so understand what you're writing and what you're signing. And understand that that also means that you have to give of yourself to that other person enough for them to feel comfortable and happy and open with you. And if you're not ready for that, I think it's okay to say it. And I think if you are ready for that, it's okay to say it. But in their situation, I do think that for me, it would be embarrassing. For me, it would be very disappointing. And I would much rather you um, not publicly apologize because you don't owe the public an apology. You owe me that apology and only me and your family. But I understand that he needs to do it for his image And I understand that he wants to look good and show other men what to do. But again, you're not getting a pat on the back from me. So yeah, sorry not sorry. But there are still people who believe that marriage is a spiritual experience. And on that level, it is something to be um, revered. I think everything is a spiritual experience. And the government and modern life has added this piece of paper But at the end of the day, it is a promise and it is something between those individuals that matters the most, absolutely matters the most. So I wish them the best of luck. Let's get into today's episode.
2: On today's episode, we have the super awesome Shonda Domingo, who I've been lucky and very happy to work with. Trained in dance, fitness and nutrition, Shonda is known for her passion, motivation and energy as a dancer, choreographer and personal trainer. Merging her love for dance and fitness, Shonda has traveled as one of the leading performers and choreographers of Sweet Mango and toured her hip-hop cardio classes around the country. Shonda has worked with clients across the country in achieving weight loss, lean muscle gain, increased energy, and she specializes in creatively designing workouts for clients that are fun, challenging, and encourages growth. Shonda currently resides right here in New Orleans, Louisiana, where she runs Mango Training, a company that provides dance, nutrition, and fitness corporate community and private groups and individuals so y'all make sure to contact her at shonda on facebook or instagram at Domingo training hey shonda
1: <laughs> hey girl hey you, you sound so good <laughs>
2: see that wasn't that long she was saying that was long but that's not long at all <laughs> at all so you had class tonight right i hear i did we
1: had a really like for packed class. I always get imp when I see a whole bunch of people come out because we have like our regulars and then we'll have like some new people that might have just heard about the class on Instagram or our regulars will like wind up bringing two or three friends with them. Right. And we had a nice like a nice-sized class.
2: See, I have a hard time going to a class. I don't know why. It was great when I was a little girl and then now as an adult I just have a, I don't know I guess I'm like Thinking about people looking at me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's like, you know, I feel like as we get older, we become a little bit more aware of what's happening around us as far as, like, perceptions, right? And, right. like, expectations and different things like that. And I just think as kids, we're still in this, like, who really cares phase. And so we're a little bit more to just kind of do whatever we want and just, be driven by like that kind of innate passion. No one has really told us no to, and really put us in a spot to have just these like standards or expectations on, you know, how we should be, how we should act or what something should look like for us. So we kinda, you know, it changes as adults and I think that's why sometimes it can get a little a little bit more difficult or still a little bit more challenging when it didn't, you know, when we were younger.
2: Which class is like your favorite class to teach?
1: I mean, it would have to be my hip hop cardio class, um, which is also um, known as kind of like hip hop through brass. Um, I love that class because, you know, as a dancer, I mean, you know, I'm moving and grooving. I, I love to dance. But what I really love about that class is most of the people that come think that class, they aren't dancers. Um, they don't consider themselves dancers. Some of them would even be like, look, I have two left feet, work with me. And so, I love seeing those people enjoy the class. I love seeing them smile and have fun while they're taking the class. That's what, I feel like that's what makes me happy. That's what makes me, like, energetic, you know. After that, will um, will probably be, like, my sunrise stretch class.
2: hmm
1: um, Just because stretching is super important. When you say and, sunrise, um, you
2: mean, like... Crack a dawn.
1: Yeah, girl. <laughs> but I do sunset too, so it's cool. You know we do
2: sunset.
1: Uh huh. Um, I like that class because I just think you know we we underestimate the importance of stretching. Yeah. And not like necessarily um like yoga stretching um which I think yoga is awesome, but just that stretching we don't feel like doing. And I love teaching that class because I usually get a lot of um, older people. I love hearing them come to me after class, and they're like, "Yo, like I have so much more hip flexibility now. My knees don't bother me, you know, as much anymore. Like, and all I had to do was stretch."
2: You really do a lot, and I don't know if people realize. Like, if I ask Shonda, like, "Hey, Shonda, I have something coming up. I need to be prepared for." There's really never a time, and you're like. Sorry, I can't do it. You know, and as busy as you are with as many clients that you have, like, how do you juggle all of that? Plus, you have a wedding coming up, ma'am. Like, how are you doing all of this?
1: I know. <laughs> how? Oh, man. Um, so I'm a, I'm a very spiritual person. hmm And so, um... I'm always like, I literally, like, I talk to God throughout my entire day. <laughs> That's amazing. So I'm like, I'm like, hey, God, so we got this class coming up. I am exhausted. I need you to give me, like, a little energy. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, homie. <laughs> um, Thank God, you. That's my dad. He's my homie. And so,
2: right. <laughs> um, Thanks, homie.
1: That definitely like, me on track. So yes. I'm a super hardcore nerd. So I believe in color coding and speaking notes. And I love it. Google Calendar. I have to write things out. If I do not write them down, and it does not get saved in my phone in my calendar, it will not happen. So I'm in. I'm in this mindset where um, I have to do it now. Like when it's in front of my face, like I need to get it done. One thing that I do do that keeps me super organized. I do something called a, Every a day. will do list.
2: A will do list. Okay, day. tell I've us been about doing
1: this. It for like almost three years now and it keeps me sane. It keeps me on track. Uh-huh. Um, and so um, it's something that I learned with, um, I, also, I also do uh, Herbalife wellness stuff it Yes. And so what I love about um, what I do with Herbalife, um, I was able to have a life coach um, when I got to a second level of the company and it really changed my game on how I functioned as an entrepreneur. And so I do this, world will do this. And it's the same format, at the top, um, like I said, I'm super spiritual, so at the top I'll have, like, pray, which means, like, you know, make sure I get my prayer in in the morning. I have talk, which means, like, I talk to God, like, let Him know where I'm at, what's on my mind. Right. And then, uh, listen, and so I take in the Word, you know, um, faith comes by hearing, right? And so, mm-hmm. I have to, you know, take in the Word in some type of capacity. I have to start my day like that, um, and then I usually do my workout, uh, if so I have cardio and this. And as I get these things done, I check them off. And there's something about progress that happens in the brain when we physically check something off. Um, And then I always put um, a heart and I put my fiance's name. So I'm always like, Love Mike. Oh, hi,
2: Mike.
1: (laughs) You know, I'm catering to him in some type of way. And then as I get those things done throughout my day, I check them off. Now, I don't get to everything, but I don't get to it. Guess what? There's always tomorrow.
2: I think for me, it's difficult to have something on a list and not check it off.
1: It's the overachiever in me. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I have to remind myself like, there's no way you could have even gotten all of this done. Like, sometimes I have to be more realistic and be like, okay, I can do this, this, and this, and I'll be okay if I don't do this, this, and this.
1: Um, I might carve out, even if it's like an hour hour and a half and it's just my productivity hour and now all mm-hmm. I know where like I can have it every other day or once a day. Uh-huh. but it's my productivity hour and it's when I sit down um with my list and I just attack it I'm like okay what do I need to do boom 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 let's go so one of the the women I, I look up to um right now is um Aisha Curry Mm-hmm. Like I think she is so fabulous. In my mind, we are like best friends. <laughs> <laughs> I say that to you all the time. She's the reason I try to start cooking more. Like <laughs> I just think she's uh, yeah. I think I'm super inspired by her. Um, I think it's because we're the same age. You know, she's a professional basketball player. And that she's doing really dope stuff when the reality of life is she don't have to.
2: She like, really doesn't.
1: She could, just, she could just look real cute and keep it pushing, but. She, you know, she's opening her own restaurant. She has her own cooking show on Food Network. You know, she's a mother too. You know, she's a mother. She's a wife. Right. You know, so I, I really look up to her as far as being a woman. Let me know that it's possible. Like you can have everything. And um, also she's a woman of God. You know, and yeah. so. It's possible, so I really um am inspired by, especially because we're the same age. And like, okay, I can be a mom, I can be a wife, and I can still be an entrepreneur and do really disrespectfully amazing things.
2: Right, and I didn't um, realize she and, was and that young. Off.
1: Yeah, she's our age. So I just think that's so dope. I just think that you know, it's always nice to look up to people who are where you want to be. You right. know, so she's definitely. Uh, one of those people my other two my other two heroes for sure i mean you know they say you know look at the company you keep and i'll tell you who you are
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and so i'm really inspired daily by um by my best friend you know um i have one friend who is a, a really talented singer um in the industry and just mm-hmm. seeing a lot of things that she has overcome and she didn't just stop with singing you know shes Super successful, she's doing festivals, she's singing, she's performing right. and then on top of that she had her own jewelry line. She's she does um does music and she curated for Adult dog swim, you That's know. So cool. Yeah, and now she's like one of the forefront um artists in virtual reality like design.
2: That's like and
1: it's just like so oh, trailblazing. Just, you know, she's always inspired. yeah, she's inspiring me to be like you don't have to stay on one lane. Like, you can make your own lane, and the next thing you know, you have an interstate, and you just keep building. You know, like, a lane is cute, but how about we have an interstate? You know, <laughs> right. Just a line. You know, my, my god sister, man. She's been responsible, I feel like, since we were 3 mm. And <laughs> she's just one of those women, you look at her, and she's like, she has it all together. Yeah. You know, like, she has it down to that, that balance of being an amazing wife, uh, you know, killing it at work, like having this amazing nine to five, you know, like super awesome corporate job. And then she's like this hardcore yogi. That's insane. just disrespectful, fearless. Mm -hmm. And I love that about her. She like her, you know, her fearlessness really inspired me to want to do better and, you know, I have another best friend, and in she does TV production, and then she directs TV shows. Yeah. And then she's a dancer and a choreographer, and she does, like, vocal arrangement. Wow. <laughs> and she, you know, directs plays, and then she performs in the plays. You know, I have another friend a makeup artist and does special effects makeup. And so it's being around these women who are just so well-rounded. In their careers and in their personal lives, and they directly and indirectly hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. I have to be dope. I don't have a choice. Like I feel like I, I can't <laughs> I have be dope.
2: to be dope. I don't have a thing, choice. Like, I hold up
1: my end of the bargain. Right.
2: Know? Look at the people I'm around. I have to be dope. I don't have a choice.
1: At right. This point in life. <laughs> right.
2: So what's next for you? Like, what is that next thing that you want to jump into or try oh, next?
1: Uh, you know. Uh, it's, you know, for me, I think with with personal training, you know, my fiance does a really good job at holding me accountable to do what I say. I'm gonna
2: do. <laughs> really, <And>
1: so um, <laughs> that's the kind of that's the
2: kind of partner you need, though. Like you need someone who's on oh, yeah. you enough to he, help you. He's
1: amazing because he. He's like, don't forget you said you wanted this, this and this. And <laughs> I'm like, but at the same token he's awesome because like when I start overdoing it, he's like, Yeah, we're going on a vacation.
2: Aww. And
1: I'm like, Oh I am kinda of burnt out, touche. Touche, touche, babe. He yeah, he's he's definitely being into my game. Um but I think on a personal transport front, you know, the next thing is, you, you know, getting that space. I wanna be in one one space as far as being able to have the artists that I choreograph, or you know, come yeah. in and out, and being able to rehearse for different things, have my clients come in and out, personal train them, teach a class. Yes, you know, I ma'am,
2: that I, I love be that.
1: More efficient and effective to everyone that I, you know, that I serve with that. So that's the next big thing for me. Is um, is a nice space. You know, I create a vision board every year, and so I still got some stuff on there. Like, yes, you know, girl, I'm. Them. I am here for vision you know, boards. Like creative, direct some things. You yes. Know. Um, ironically I had like four music videos on my vision board for this year and that's done. Thanks. Mmm
2: Nice.
1: (laughs) Worked out. Nice. (laughs) Right.
2: Nice.
1: Uh, So yeah, I have um I have I've been chosen to be a future choreographer in the show called Raw. Yes. I have to get my ticket show. But yeah, New Orleans is one of the hubs for it. so right now it's prepared for that to be able to showcase my work and it's rare right you can just showcase as an artist, mm-hmm. as a choreographer, you know, like I wasn't given a task, I was just told to create. Right, and, and do so, as um, you need to do I'm for yourself. I'm really excited about that, yeah.
2: So that's what date?
1: That is September 20th. Um, you can definitely see my uh, artist profile if you go to rawartist.org, and then it's forward slash uh, mango. And okay. so you can um definitely check out my artist profile, look at some of my um reels. We're um, actually having a videographer that's been documenting the behind the scenes of the rehearsals and stuff. Love and it. So, um so um it's a it's a really cool platform. Um, I mean, you know, they give us a really good space at Republic, downtown New Orleans, you know, to really showcase everything. Right. They give us a lot of tools for marketing and all that good stuff, so I'm really excited about that. It's a really a blessing that just kind of fell in my lap, and mm-hmm. I'm definitely going
2: to take advantage of it. <laughs> so I have a little um, sentence completion for you. All right, you ready? All right. Okay. I'm ready. Let's do it. I wish I knew blank when I was blank. Mm. It could be anything in the whole world.
1: I wish. I wish I knew my queendom and my self-worth when I was 21.
2: So tell me what happened at, like, why specifically 21?
1: I feel like at that age, you know, you're in college, you're trying to figure it out, you know? Yeah. Depending on where you are in life, you know, you're just kind of... I feel like at that time, you're not necessarily trying to fit in, but you're you're trying to figure it out. You know, you're like, do I go in this pond? Do I go in that pond? Like, and I feel like when you're so in tune with your self-worth and who you are as a woman and just that you're fearfully and wonderfully made, Mm -hmm. you just do you. Right. And there is no, there's no, there's no figuring out you stay in your lane and people can even get with it or they can fall back. Right. You know? And I think I was at that time in my life, and I think because I'm, you know, as a performer, you're so malleable, right? Like, right, you can be over here, but
2: there's a group, right? It's, it's like, like, who am girl, I really? Because like, I, this, I can mold to any, like, yeah, right. And I'm
1: gonna be me over here, And right. I'm gonna be me over there. No, it's
2: true because even as a performer, and I've like I've watched other performers and like listened to their interviews and. You know, I try to find like that common thread between certain artists or understand like I like to study people who are great, you know, and I listen I watch people like Etta James or Eartha Kidd or even Beyonce and and I listen to like how empowered they become, but they don't always start that way. You know, it doesn't just start and I guess that's our maybe
1: that's the whole process,
2: right? Right. That's our process that we don't necessarily that's part of the story that we're telling, you know, f- right. in our life is that we have to a- aspire to something. So we can't necessarily start at the top. But even when you're at the top, right. you're still aspiring There's to still become. To go. Yeah, like who do I want to yeah. be today, and then be that, and then it might change tomorrow or whenever, you know.
1: Exactly. Almost every successful person begins with two beliefs. The future can be better than the present, and then I have the power to make it so.
2: Amen. You know,
1: so it's just like no, like where you are, like it's great, it's awesome. You go, girl. <laughs> it's like, you go, girl. And he's like, but you know, and there's always like another level. There's always growth. Right, growing anyway, right?
2: I think it's interesting that you said twenty-one because. Like now, like I know back then, like it was like Twitter, like Twitter was the thing. And I totally missed the Twitter trend. Like by the time I got on Twitter, people were way past it. And Twitter turned into like business, like where businesses go to find other businesses kind of thing and like networking more than social fun or whatever. But that period of time where like you're 21 and back then, like you weren't really seeing as many images as you see now. And now like the whole black girl magic thing is a huge thing, and you're seeing all these images, these empowered women and females who are kind of just unforgiving, just like, this is who I am, this is what I want. And I still wonder if at 21, if I would've been that way, or if I would've still, you know what I mean? Like part of that process,
1: like where- We were scared of being great, not in a bad way. And when I say that, you know, it's kind of like invictus, right? So it's right. Like you experience that you're powerful beyond measure, and I think that reality starts to hit you at that age, you know, and it's a little scary. Because it's like, wait, what? I'm so afraid for that. Right. Wait, it's true. Because you're also dealing with whatever your insecurities are at the same time. At like, the well, same I mean, damn this time. Is me, this is wrong with me. And this is wrong with me. And this is wrong with me. And he doesn't even, he's not even interested. Right. So I'm alive. This is wrong me. And why am I in this relationship? Right. This is me, right. You
2: know? right. Oh, my God. That is so funny. Right. And like, what what is. But
1: that's not really dope.
2: So what would you tell mean, yourself back then? Like what would you say to her? Like would you tell her to change I or like, girl, like
1: guess what? You're dope, don't even worry about it because <laughs> what is supposed to happen will happen and all you need to do is be sure in who you are and then everything else will align in itself. Don't even worry about all that other stuff. Right. Control what you can and that's you.
2: Right. I like that. Girl, you're and dope. Whatever, don't even worry about, about it. Yeah, and
1: like whatever whatever happens, like believe it. You know, like whatever is shown to you, that's what it is. And mm-hmm. like, don't don't spend all your energy to change something that you can't control.
2: And I think that was like a big theme for me when it came to relationships. Oh yeah. I'm clearly not gonna change I'm you. So forever. why am I wasting I my time? Why am I here? And I how I did I even get here?
1: Correct, <laughs> city wise. Everybody. <laughs>
2: Yeah, like we all go through that period of like, why am I here and how did I get here and why am I talking? Why am I even, why am I here?
1: And I think, you know, as I got older, what I was able to take from those two was, I think I had went through a period of like, how could, you know, how could he do this or how could he like, and I tried and, and then whenever I got older, I was like, wait, when, actually one of my exes who was a real good friend of mine made a really dope. Bold statement to me, he said, You started the type of men you're attracting. Like, he was like, You ever started what you're attracting and what you're allowing people to do? Like, maybe you should start putting your foot down and you start attracting a different type of dude. And I was like, He was like, He was like, including myself. He was like, Because I ain't nothing. And I was like, God damn, okay.
2: That's My God damn, you're That's right. Real. You're not anything.
1: <laughs> Okay, he was like, he, he was, it he, he wasn't, I mean, he's very confident in his life. Right. But so when he said, I ain't nothing, he was more like, you know I messed up. You're <laughs> <laughs> on a call with me.
2: <laughs> right. Like, you know, you, you know what this, this is.
1: That. Like, I need you to think about that. That's so funny. And I just thought that was, it was so honest, but it really made me stop and be like,
2: why well, <laughs> on a call
1: Yeah. I bet. Like, yeah. like, I don't deserve
2: this. Right. I'm better
1: than this. You know, and so it made me start thinking. About myself, and I started learning like you can fix you, and you can and not even fix, but you can grow. So then it started being like, okay, well, what didn't I do? What did? What do I not want in my future relationships that I had in this one? Mm-hmm. I cannot always get better, and so I feel like as you become more sure of yourself as a woman, and you become really aligned with what you want, I always say the uh, <laughs> the, the filtering process becomes very easy.
2: Yeah, oh yes you don't keep, you,
1: you don't keep them it, around for long cause you're, not at like, all you're so clear mm-hmm. you're so clear whereas like after one date you already know yet yeah, nah, right after I'm that good.
2: like sometimes it's like i'm not even gonna waste the date i'm not gonna waste your time dog no no nah, i'm good, good. And
1: I, <laughs> if all you want to do is text me and you can't even up the phone
2: i'm like right nice. no thanks
1: it's pass, hard pass. The only man that has ever gotten away with that is we used to work together. So I used to see him, right, and have conversations with him. So texting him, you know, wasn't a big deal. But if it's somebody you just met and we can't even like build a conversation type right. Of thing, right? And everybody's different. I got one friend that don't like to talk on the phone. With, you
2: ever. Know, but I knew
1: for me, for Shonda. I
2: like to hear your voice because. Yeah, and what's know. going on in the background. Text
1: message like, <laughs> I'm done.
2: Yeah, it's I, like need, to, I need to know. i
1: need to put LOL. I don't see the LOL, and now I'm like,
2: I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. I so, do you think that chivalry is just dead? Like, do you think it's just done? Is that, is it dead? You now, not maybe. I I don't
1: think chivalry's is dead only because I found me a good one well he found me um, hey (laughs) but I don't I don't think shivery is good what I do think um I do think there's you know there's there's the basics right there's the opening of the door and there's the pulling out of the chair and there's the just having your back right Mm -hmm. like there's that reassurance that like They'll build you up and not carry you down. Then I think Girl,
2: I just we have to keep
1: set going. that expectation. I think at the same token, I think sometimes we take the expectation, of chivalry just a little too far. We want Disney chivalry. And the thing is and I was a, I was definitely a victim of that. I thought every relationship should be like a Disney movie. So if there's <laughs> a, a problem arose, I was like, you know what? We're arguing. This isn't going to work. On to the next one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> they didn't I argue like started. this in Disney. <laughs> this is not and how it works.
1: Up. And then you start learning as you get older, you're, it's, if he's worth it, you work through it. And so communication was a big problem with me. I didn't, I didn't like confrontation. Mm-hmm. And so instead of confronting, I just ignored him and figured he would get
2: i'll just i'll just fade to black <laughs> like, he'll get it. It'll be right yeah you know, um
1: i that's something i really had to work on i, I have often awesome friends who would literally work with me through communicating with that because what happens is it started spilling over into my friendship you know mm-hmm. um and so just you gotta know what you gotta work on because you gotta know that when it comes to him being chivalrous, he's going to have his own type of chivalry. I'm not saying take no to anything.
2: Right. But I'm
1: saying once you get through the skeleton, like, you know, he got my back, he treats me right, he makes me happy, he makes me laugh, he holds me down. So when something does happen, or when, you know, you have those pet peeves, right, you know that, you know, I rock with him on a whole level to where, like, I could deal with that right but like, we could work through this. And if you work through something, then that lets you know that there's, there's something there. So right. there's something happening, you ain't Because real life, to life is gonna happen crazy. to like, you. Like, ain't really that anyway. He probably Right.
2: That is you the know. truth. What do you think makes young black women in Louisiana, like, specifically Louisiana, what, what do you think makes us so magical because I really honestly feel like it's a different vibe that I get from mm-hmm. women in the South but specifically women in Louisiana I don't yeah. know We, I think
1: you know what's dope I think what's dope about women in Louisiana we <laughs> I'm about to bracket <laughs> we um we're dope I feel like because we are everything you will want from any other part of the country mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah so it's like we gonna give you that real like a chick from the east coast right right but like we take care of ourselves like it's hollywood
2: hey like we
1: always be put together hollywood. you know yeah and then out here especially in Louisiana you know you're taught how to taught how to provide for your man, you taught how to cook for your man, but at the same time you taught how to hold your own.
2: Yeah.
1: You how to go get your own. It's very balanced. have your own and when you lose all of your own, how to still create your own. Yeah. And so I think we embody so much, so many aspects of like, we're like just really well-rounded women. Um, and I think that can make us like so magical because like We could, we could, like, we'll go paintballing with you. And then at the same time, we'll, like, you know, come home and, like, make dinner. Right. And then we'll make sure, like, you're good. And then we'll stay up to 2 in the morning and finish, like, designing our website.
2: (laughs) Are you really, are you spying on me?
1: You know, hey.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I say, wait, no, I see you working on your new website. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. So, um. My website has gone through so many changes.
2: <laughs> hey, as we so do. First, yes.
1: Yeah, when I first started it, it was just something to give people um, a little eye to me as a dancer and a choreographer. Mm-hmm. And so, as I started incorporating training into what I was doing, and then I started my training company, um, I catered it more to that. And so, I, I got a really good opportunity with um, an activewear company that New Orleans based. Design um an
2: athletic wear line. That is insane. Um, that is so cool. Yeah, so it's
1: like tight and tank like, top and um So now you're a designer.
2: So you're a designer. I mean, <laughs> I, I got a cousin as a
1: designer. I mean I they be on a whole other level. You know, I'm just trying to make sure my clients are comfy when they work out. That is so <laughs> um, dope. But yeah, we have we have been going through some prototypes. Um I, I am really big on like the fabrics. And so it'll be the first round with some, some prototypes. Um, but the first the first line will be called the Never Quit line. Uh-huh. So everything on it will be Never Quit. Um, yeah. we'll have some promo videos with with some of the models talking about what Never Quit means to them. I yeah. didn't want it to just be like, look at these types; they look awesome. Don't get yeah. But I want people to really see the meaning behind why this line was even created, and um, you know, and what it means to, and what you're supporting. You know, buy right. a pair of those types. Um, so I'm hoping to um, not hoping. We're going to launch that in uh, 2018. Um, we have the first prototype that'll be released exclusively to like our clients. Uh-huh. Um, which I'm excited about. And yes. then when we get you know, I'm gonna, I want feedback. Yeah. So we can make it better. And then we'll, you know, officially launch it. And then congratulations. We'll do a different design with a different inspiration tag. And, you know. Right. Yeah.
2: That is... Girl, listen. I don't really know what else you can do right now. Let me know when the movie comes out in the book. I can't. And I the fragrance line and everything else. Like, that. that's really awesome. And your wedding. I can't not talk yeah. about this wedding. Are you excited? Are you... Ready to be a wife? Right. Is it really like I a know, big transition? Like, tell us I about this. I'm How does this about
1: being a wife? Uh huh. Um, I'm excited because the thing is, like, we always feel like we already feel like we're married, so the right? wedding for us is like the
2: paperwork, right? Like, you know, <laughs> just, just letting together, the like, government we know about, about it, we
1: feel like, we're married, right? Um, and I think that's the dope part about you know, um, my fiance is that we. You did a really good job at transitioning us. Now that I think about it, like how, like right. how
2: do you mean? Like explain he, that. You did a
1: really good job at like, transitioning us to where I think, you know, I I think I get to enjoy. Like I I never I didn't have a a moment. It, it's never been stressful. Um, our only stressful part was finding a venue, and that was it.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and once we got it, it was super easy. And you know, we decided. It just make me. I said we didn't want to create a mini Essence Fest. Like Cute. we just wanted it to be immediate family only. Yeah. Just something for us, something intimate. Yeah. Um, something that was special that we will remember. And um, I think we we, you know, that was, we put most of our money in our honeymoon. And then That's our what marriage. I'm saying. You know. Um. And so I'm excited about. I'm all excited about becoming one with him. Yeah. Rather than like the wedding.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I know, a lot of, of people focus, focus on
1: you that. You know, like, like, how he always, like, you tell me, I got papers on you now. He <laughs> so, is really a cool dude, so, though. Um, he's
2: very supportive, yeah, like...
1: So, yeah, He's awesome. He's super supportive. And he has a good
2: spirit um, about him. I've met him guys, so yeah, I can say that. <laughs> he's
1: definitely, like, my... He's definitely, like, my, my peace. Like... Yeah. And I feel like your, your man should be that. I, I try to be that for him. Yeah. Um... You know, like, I don't, when I'm home, I'm home, like, I'm good, Yeah. like, I know Like okay, he's home, I'm home, like, great, it's okay, even if it was a crazy day, Right. you know, Right. Um, or I can just come home and be like, babe, you know, I think, especially when you're, you're an entrepreneur and you're so used to, like, being in charge of everything, mm-hmm. um, for me, it was important to have a man that I could be just, like, vulnerable around, like, yeah, I mean, I don't want to come
2: home and have to be
1: like, all right, now, let's do this, Right, this and cynical, five, like, six, seven, eight. <laughs> and the, yeah, and now it's a job again. And like, now, now right.
2: I'm before, You know, and
1: so.
2: That's so beautiful. to
1: nice come home and be like,
2: hi. Right, <laughs> that's so beautiful. congratulations on becoming one with your boo. Yes. And all of your projects. And your show coming up, which I will be at. And I'm going to get my ticket. I swear to you, the tab has been sitting open in my computer. So, yeah, I'm a tab. I have way too many tabs. Like, even at the moment, it's pretty ridiculous. But, yes, anyway, congratulations on everything.
0: And that's that, everybody. So, thanks for listening. Make sure you tune in again for the next episode. Follow at Say It With Your Breast on Instagram. And definitely check out the website, www.savewithyourbreast.com. Thanks!